Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back to Recall the Midwife. We're recapping series one. I'm Becky. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. And uh, just a quick warning for everyone. Um, this series uh, episodes in total will cover a lot of different topics, some of which may not be appropriate for some viewers. So if anything relating to birth or trauma, you know, serious illness, end of life issues are um, not for you exactly. right now. You can always, exactly, you can always come back to another episode but um we're, we're glad you're here and um so we're going to start with our with our series recap which is going to take place over the courses of series one episodes one through six and the christmas episode so just to say exciting so, okay girls i have i have a i have a way for us to organize this podcast episode because obviously there's a lot of ground to cover um i've made a game i know games are are so fun so is it about love island as well <laughs> No, no, I finally got that out of my system. I'm, I'm happy to report. So, okay, okay. okay so back on brand. Yes, exactly. We're we're focusing on Call the Midwife. We're devoting all of our en- en- in all of our energy to this show. So, okay, the game is called because I love alliteration. None or no, and basically, I've pulled quotes from each of the episodes, and um, you, I'll read the quote, and then you guys have to say whether it's a nun who said it. Or whether it is not a nun who said it. Most of the non-nuns will be the other midwives, but sometimes there'll be other characters in the show. And extra points go if you can say who said the line that I quoted. And so I'm up for it. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna predict that anything that any quotes from Sister Evangelina were gonna be like, no, there's no way a nun would have said that. And that <laughs> be true. <laughs> well, I will say I don't I don't think I got this 100%, but I tried to pick quotes that kind of um 
were thematically on brand with the person's character. So we'll see. I just we'll say well done we'll on the use of thematically. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I try, I try. Um, okay, also just to say, I've, I've organized the quotes in chronological order. So the quotes will be read, you know, basically from series one through. So if that helps you at all to kind of get where we're at here. Okay, um, <laughs> here's the first quote. They think they can conceal things from me, but they are not sharp enough. I, you see, am attuned to feel vibrations. Only last week I found a Battenberg hidden inside a Rixo box. Well, it's obviously a nun. I know exactly who it is, Bex. Yes, Bex, you know who it is? It's Sister Monica Joan, my favourite. Oh, yes, Two of is. my favourite things, Sister Monica Joan and cake. And cake. Cake. Yes, I, I love cake. Um, but I'm not that enamoured with Sister Monica Joan. She does get better as the series goes on, but I think she's yeah. getting mean in the series. I she's... thought you were going to say I don't like a Battenberg. I was like, Battenberg. <laughs> oh, oh no. are delicious. Well, well, the listeners, many thousands of them. Although I will say, actually, <laughs> we do have more listeners. So thank you very much for everyone who's listening. Yeah, we love um, it. But um, the listeners, the listeners, our fans, um, they won't know. But I'm actually allergic to egg, so I can't have normal mm. cake. Um, mm. So I would absolutely kill for a, a, a non-egg Battenberg. But um, yeah, I loved a Battenberg. Tell you what else I used to love, angel cake. Oh, is that like, next? I think we call that angel cake in the US. Oh, well, angel cake is like um, yellow on top. Then it's got like pink and then like more of a white layer. But oh. in between is like this ridiculously sweet cream. Oh, it's delicious. Uh, that's not that's not what I, we I was thinking of. Anyway, sorry, um, this is not cake uh, podcast. This is uh, this is cold midwife. But actually, just a quick aside. Excuse me. They do love cake on this show. Do you guys have a, a favorite cake? Would you guys say is that is angel cake your favorite cake? Al, give me two minutes. Beth, do you have do you have a favorite cake? Well, I do love a classic Victoria sponge with jam. Not with cream, but with buttercream. Mm-hmm. Can't go wrong with that. I My like that, but with fresh strawberries one. in the middle, Bex. It's got to have yeah. fresh strawberries. But uh, I think my favourite of all time, like my death meal pudding, is hot chocolate fudge cake with hot fudge sauce. Oh, 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 oh. Next level. Mm-hmm. Can't mm-hmm. beat it. Jen, yeah. what about you? Um, I'll give two. I'll give a British answer and an American answer since I, Ooh, I try nice. to be transatlantic. Um, so for my British answer, um, and... And Bex, this will come as no surprise, um, especially from your family's recipe. Uh, sticky toffee pudding is that's not a cake. One, one. It's a cake. It's a cake. It's a cake. It's a cake with sauce poured over the top of it. It's a pudding. But it is. It is quite cake-like. Okay. Well, I'm, it's not a cake. I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna call in my nationality here because cake is cake. Dessert. Dessert cup. Okay. The way you guys use the word pudding. In America, pudding is literally one thing. It is is what you guys call custard. And pudding is only used as that to describe that. For us, dessert is is cake, it's cookie, it, it's it's a lot Anything of things that you would call pudding. Yeah. So well, I, I don't think care. Of, you're not having it to actually think of a okay, cake. Fine. Okay, fine. Okay, <laughs> fine. Okay, fine. Forget sticky toffee pudding, it's now dead to me. I'm never gonna touch it ever again. Um so, but for America, I would probably say my favorite cake would be, so this is a cake I've made myself actually for birthdays um, the last couple of years. It's a chocolate mint cake with like chocolate cake and then mint um, buttercream frosting. That's probably because oh. I love chocolate and mint. That's one of my favorite flavor combinations. I do love an after eight. Do you mm. have after eights in America? I love after eights. We do. We do. Mm-hmm. I love an after Are they eight. as good 
Probably not. Mm. I'm going to be honest. Probably not. I haven't had one in a while, but probably not. I'm not trying to insult uh, America here, but no, no. It, it is. I right in if you. <laughs> it, it is. It is inferior. Um, Stand by it. <laughs> okay. Second. Second quote. Here we go. Okay. Fred has a wide range of sidelines, some of which are actually legal. Well, it's not a nun. It's a midwife. And I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure I know which one it is. Bex? Bex, what do you think? Is it... I, d- I don't know. Is it Trixie? It is Trixie. Yes, yes. Boom. <laughs> there we go. Um, so she's obviously saying that when Fred first comes in and she's just introducing everyone to Jenny Lee, basically, at the beginning. Um, okay. Uh, then the next quote. We don't need an extra pair of hands. We need an octopus. Now, this is none. A yeah. none, yes. Do you know who it is? Now, is it, is it, it's either, I know who's having the conversation. It's either Sister of Angelina or it's Sister Julianne. Yep. I well, I know who, who it is. is. Go on. Is it Angelina? It is Evangelina, yes. So this is actually episode two where we first meet Chummy because she's coming in she's, and, and... She's the extra pair of hands, isn't she? Exactly, yes. And Sister Julianne is like, well, it'll just be, you know, like, because they're all talking about how overworked they are and how busy they are because they're like a, like 100 babies being born. And um, Sister Julianne says, well, it'll just be great to have an extra pair of hands. And then Sister Evangelina says, we don't need an extra pair of hands. We need an octopus, which I actually thought was quite funny. And then she's brutal to Chummy. <laughs> She's like me in inverted snap. Carry on, sorry. (laughs) She is. Okay. Um, My pa used to say, long dogs need short names. Uh, Go ahead. Bex, I'm letting you go. I feel like I've got an advantage because I've watched them all so much more than you. (laughs) So I'm letting you go first. I've forgotten what to say when it's not a nun. Not, not, do I say, (laughs) no. You you can say not a nun. You're allowed to talk. It's fine. It's chubby. <laughs> it's chubby. Yes. Yes. And this is actually when she first walks in the door and she's introducing oh, herself. Yeah. I love that yeah. scene when she's like, I've always been a long shanks. And you just like, <laughs> you just fall in love with her straight away though, because she's just so sweet and cute. You just love her. I know, I know. I feel and like Peter, love at first sight. <laughs> yeah, and she comes in and she, you know, she's kind of trying to figure things out and she doesn't know where to go or what to do. Yeah, but, but... she also wasn't an actress, like, that I knew of. Did you know her as an actress before, Bex? No. No, and she just, I just think she absolutely nailed it. She was so well, wait, she was brilliant. I thought I thought you knew the act, I thought you knew um, that she was an actress because of the show that she was on. No, she was just a comedian, though. She wasn't like a, she played herself. Oh, but she she had just, a... it was a sitcom that she wrote, and I suppose it was acting in a way. But she she was yeah. a comedian, and she's well, obviously not a comedian in this. She's a, it's a serious acting role. Right, right. I mean, she still she still had to act a little bit in the sitcom, so she had some. I suppose yeah, it wasn't like a documentary just following around. <laughs> <laughs> you know who I remember was in that show, and I saw him recently. Um, the guy who plays, I, I guess, in in the show, um, the sitcom. It was like I think I think he played her friend, but she also had a massive crush on him. But he now is on a show where he plays the devil. I think yeah, he's in Lucifer. Tom Ellison, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's quite cute. Um, okay. You married him in um, in uh, Miranda. I was going to say in real life. I was like, what? 
No, oh, he, no, in real life, he was married to... Um... Tamsin Elsway. Yes, Tamsin And Elsway. then they got divorced. Yeah, yeah, and now he's married to some other lady I saw. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, back to the midwife. We're okay, going to call the midwife. tangent today, aren't we? Yeah, call the midwife. Okay, Um. all right. They taste like treacle wrapped in a doormat. I know this one. Bex, you do know this. We we talked about this. This 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 um is a person who you uh, liked. You liked his voice. It's a man. Mm-hmm. You had a bit of a soft spot for him. Remember oh wait, wait. They're talking about big rolls. Yes. <laughs> big rolls. Big rolls. What yeah. was he called? Father Joe. Right? Joe. I did yeah. have a Hang on, can I just say it. as well for listeners, Becky, we've known how long have we known each other now? Uh like over 20, 20 years. Plus years yeah. Yeah. You, she, she won't mind me saying this, she knows a little bit dearly. She has the memory of a goldfish who has a bad <laughs> memory. She literally like, cannot you know, remember. I remember she told me like, she'd never had an ice cream cone because she can't <laughs> remember it from her childhood. Her mum was like, Are you loads? <laughs> like, she just can't remember stuff. So I was impressed that you actually got a father there, Bex. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, my memory's dreadful. When we were talking about this series recap, I was like, I'm, I'm not prepared. <laughs> and Jim was like, But you've watched, we've watched the series together. I was like, Yeah, that's not going to cut it with me. <laughs> No, it's really not. But then you're you do like, well. Carry on. You're, you're like Dory from Finding Nemo. That's um, yeah, blue. Next one. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, here we go. Truth be told, I didn't marry him for love. It was for my children, making a future for them, a life. But he's so kind, so patient. Well, it's definitely not a nun. Not a nun. Well, she could have been talking about Jesus. <laughs> oh, um, oh. It's um Ted's missus. Yeah, what's her name, Bex? Come on, you can do this. <laughs> what's she called? Bessie? Give, no, I'll give you a clue. There's a very famous bear that is yellow with a red T-shirt. Winnie. Yes. There we go. There we go. Um, And just a, just a moment for, for that, because I know we talked about it at length in the episode when we did a deep dive, but in re-watching these to go back to get these quotes... I watched the scene where Ted goes in to meet the baby for the first time. Oh my gosh. I mean, just so beautiful. Like I, I, like I remembered it, but I forgot like how sweet and generous Ted was. Cause he walks in and he's like, Oh, where's the baby? And then she's like, Oh, here it is. And he picks it up. And, and he's, I, I didn't, I didn't want to put it in cause I don't want to spoil it. But like, he says, he's like, Oh, he's like, this is just the most beautiful baby in the whole world. And, you know, it's, and it's it's like, I don't not... know much about babies, and you think what he's about to say is right. I'm pretty sure I know it shouldn't be black, <laughs> but actually, what he's like is like it's the most beautiful. But I, I reckon this is the most beautiful baby I've ever seen. But oh, I, no. whenever I've rewatched that, and I've rewatched, as I say, I've watched all of them billions of times, and I will carry on watching them all billions of times. But um, I honestly thought he was going to throw the baby across the room, and I still get the anxiety <laughs> when I watch it now. Like I know he's not going to, but I still like <gasps> like that first yeah. like panic. Yeah, yeah. Well, and even and even Winnie in that scene is like Ted, Ted love. What uh, what's going to happen? Because she's the on tenterhooks. She's just like Ted love. Like, <laughs> no, sorry, I'm so sorry. <laughs> um. Okay. Um. Okay. This is the next quote. Don't worry, Nurse Lee. I shan't be telling any tales since you no doubt caught sight of a few overnight guests of my own. <laughs> 
nun. No, it's not a nun. Not a oh. nun. Well, d- don't worry, Nurse Lee. I kind of gives it a little bit away. Oh, uh, isn't it Fred? Yep. There you go. Because Jimmy's in the boiler room. Yeah. And, and, can I just and... say, we're doing this on video chat, and Bex just literally put a finger up like... <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Take joy in your wins. Now, can anyone remember what he was hiding in the boiler room when Jimmy was in there? Chickens or something. Quails, wasn't it? Yeah, quails. Yeah. yeah, little little twincy twincy quails. Um, they were very cute. Um, okay, <laughs> this line made me laugh. No offense, sweetheart, but you live and work in a convent. Not a nun. Not a nun. Do you know? Let me think. This was a bit of a throwaway line. This was like it was. It was an important line in the scene, but it, I this was not a huge. Um, but I just picked it out because I thought it was so good. It's a sweetheart bit that's throwing me. Which episode is it from? It's from um, the same one, episode two, where Fred hides the quails. Or episode three, where Jimmy comes and, the, and Winnie and Ted are having their baby and everything. It's the same episode as that. Oh, okay. Is it Winnie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, when she's saying that Ted will accept the baby. Yeah, because because she tells she tells Trixie the story of what happened and like why sh- why she's gonna have this black baby, and then Trixie's like, oh no, I'm sure Ted's gonna be fine with it, and she's like, well, you don't know about the real world. No offense, sweetheart, but you live in a work in a convent. And I thought, and Winnie was like pretty, I would say, you know, like it was a moment of where she you could tell she was like really tense, really angry. Or you bloody angry, would be. Like... You've got nine months of brewing a baby <laughs> that's not your husband's to think about it. Yeah. You yeah imagine but... the tension right there. She was literally trying not to let the baby out. And they were like, the baby's going to die. Push it out. <laughs> well, and it, and again, rewatching it when, so so Dr. Turner comes, they've they've told Freddie has to wait outside. Or t- sorry, they told Teddy has to wait outside. He can't come in yet. And when he's talking and telling the girls the story and kind of holding the baby and everything. And then finally she's like, Okay, I guess we better get it over with. And I mean, literally, the the sense is that she's like going to her execution. I mean, she she looks so panicked about, but like resigned as well. Like this is the end of end of my life as she knows it, but it isn't. So it worked out good. Okay, <laughs> this quote makes me laugh so much. Let me see if I can it's get through cute, it. Too cute, Dan. Let me see if I can get through it. Okay, <laughs> but you are a woman, chummy, and Constable Noakes is a man. So I imagine that the natural progression of this relationship will eventually entail some sort of flirtatious behavior outside the realms of what is considered gentlemanly conduct. I know, Bex. I'm going to go none. It's Sister Evangelina. No, no it's not. not. It's not. It's no, a it's it's Sister Bernadette. It's Sister Bernadette. <laughs> uh, I thought it was Sister Evangelina when she had to like basically match make them because neither would ask each other out. It's that's a good guess, but Sister Evangelina is way more worldly than this. Like Sister Evangelina would would just be like she, Sister Evangelina knows everything that goes on between men and women, no matter what her life experience has been. There is nothing you hide from this girl. The thing that made me laugh is that Sister Bernadette like. <laughs> And, and, and I didn't do it justice to the line reading that she does in the show, but like all the girls are sitting around and Chummy is talking about her date with Peter that she's just come back from where they saw high society and had fish and chips. And they're all like desperate to find out what's going on. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Trixie is like, well, what did he do? You know, like, tell me the, all like, you know, the, the hot steamy gossip and everything. And she's like, he was a perfect gentleman. And, um, and, you know, Trixie was like, oh, I'm so disappointed. And then Jenny's like, no, be nice. And so they're all giggling and everything. And Sister Bernadette comes in and she's like, well, chummy, you are a woman and he is a man. And so in that time, <laughs> and it just, it's like, it's, it's like an alien who has come to earth and is like trying to pretend to be like a human being, but they have no idea about how human beings actually interact. I thought it was really sweet though, because obviously was so it was her good. wanting to be part of that group and she was all excited, but she felt they left out and I just, oh. Oh no, it's very sweet. It's very yeah. sweet. Like she just, she's just trying to be one of the girls so bad. And you can tell that that like, seed is really like planted in her but you know as we all know she'll figure out what goes on between a man and woman without too much well she does already know because obviously she's delivering babies from vaginas constantly Mm -hmm. well i mean knowing where the finish line is doesn't mean you know what the whole route was like you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) mother's day is around the corner Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. If she knows how it happens. I'm not saying she knows how it feels. Oh, no, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm she saying, knows, you know, how she, it knows, she knows technically how it happens. Yeah, yeah but um, anyways, it's very sweet. No, I say I say this with love for Sister Bernadette. She's very sweet. Um, okay, a little bit more serious here. Love doesn't seem to adhere to time or boundaries, does it? It just is. I'm going to go none, and I'm just going to say Sister Julienne because it's just so wise. Wise it is. It's not a but I have no idea what episode that's from or the scene or I'm gonna guess Cynthia. This, this one is a little bit picked out. Yes, Cynthia is exactly right. Cynthia is exactly right. So this is <laughs> <laughs> So this is from the episode where um oh god, Mrs. Margaret Jones um has a clampsia toxemia. Yeah. Oh, I was this. This wasn't my favorite episode. I yeah, know. but she got all philosophical, didn't she? And she was all yeah. like, "Oh, well, we believe and- in soulmates, and love is love is timeless. Love is, you know, like people at a wedding when they do speeches, like the bloody velveteen rabbit." And- <laughs> well, <laughs> well, also, um, sister, um, sorry, not sister, Cynthia. Oh, uh-huh. um, Cynthia, obviously, she came. Margaret Jones came into the clinic, so there was that opportunity that, like, the missed opportunity to help her. Yeah, yeah. This, this is, um, this is a Cynthia. I feel like where she, like, this, this to me, like, was one of the times where she got really a chance to kind of show that wise, introspective, thoughtful side because she actually has this, like, this storyline, and then in the next episode with Jenny, 
and Jimmy and Gerald and stuff. She has some, she has a scene where she's a little bit more thoughtful. Um, but I, that's why I kind of picked this. Cause I thought this summed up Cynthia as she says more stuff in this scene. It's actually really quite beautiful, but um, that's that line I, I thought kind of summed her up in a way. Yeah. And also, can I just say like, I'm not going to give any spoilers. I'm not going to say anything that's happened in, in other series, but she has some amazing like acting that she does and some oh. hard, hard storylines. She really does. She but really does. Yeah. yeah, they 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 push her character a lot in a really amazing way. And actually to your point, Bex, I think that sister that Cynthia kind of becomes a sister Julienne. That's my personal feeling. Um, like she's like the next generation of Sister Julianne to me. Yeah. Okay. I love Sister Julianne, by the way. I she's oh my gosh, she's so amazing. Um, okay. His voice came from a place of broken rules, time, a, a time of love cut short. It was easier to silence it, easier to hide, easier to fill my life with other people's stories. Ugh. <laughs> Is Jenny Lee talking about <laughs> Gerald? Don't worry about that, I think it's a really exciting storyline <laughs> that's really interesting and not a damn squib at all. I don't know what you want to just well, the word when we make it big on this podcast and and we're talking interviewing cast and crew and things mm-hmm. i just want to ask the writers what their thoughts were around this storyline okay I, I honestly have... i really really want to know because i feel like we need to get this podcast big like send all your friends anyone who's listening to listen to it because i yeah. want to speak to the writers and stuff because i honestly want to know if they did have an actor and he was like you know really inappropriate or something they had to cancel him oh yeah and then like remove all the scenes with him in yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh they just went so far and then they'd filmed the scene so they couldn't go back and undo it I don't Mm -hmm. know well here here's here's my thought because I've actually been I've re-listened to some of our podcast episodes kind of in preparation everything I wonder because and this I didn't think of earlier but I wonder because the first three seasons are based on her memoirs I wonder if Gerald was in the book and they felt like they had to put Gerald in the show because it's it's her memoirs that they're writing all you this know, about. You're totally right. They... And also, we're terrible because we haven't read it. We haven't read it. Them. Do you know what? We all, this is our homework. We've all got to read it. Yeah. We'll, it have to, we'll, have, we'll have to like shoo, we'll have to like read her memoirs like somewhere in the middle as we're doing all of this show because I wonder if we would, we would be like, oh, because I wonder also if in the book, Gerald has a, has a way different storyline in terms of like it makes more sense it's right I'll find out I'll read it but that's why I was wondering because I feel like in the show they're trying to do so much especially in this especially in this season like like when I when we finished the season I was like oh my god so much happened in this one season and it's only six episodes it's not long at all but so I think Gerald might have gotten lost in the mix there but anyways okay all right um well done you guys are still doing amazing at this game um okay next quote you look beautiful. Now, tell me what you need from me. Pizza. It's pizza to chummy. Stop the presses. A myth and legend has been written about what women want, and now we know. These words are all we want to hear. There is nothing else. If, if every man would stop and at least at least once a day maybe even just a few times a week walk in to where he is with his once partner, a month with jen him. once a month a day <laughs> <laughs> and just out of nowhere regardless of context it doesn't even matter what you know they're doing just say you look beautiful now tell me what you need me to do i mean i am telling you 
like the amount of relationship happiness that would surge forth would like solve poverty, cure crime. Like it would. I it mean, should be wedding vows for men. I it is so. I literally was thinking about this because I had watched a movie not too long ago where one of the characters said, "Oh, he whispered in her ear what all women want," and she was like, "What did he say?" And it was like this big mystery thing. And then I watched this episode. I'm like babe that's the answer i'm like that's what women want they want to be told they look great and they are beautiful and all that in every way and then it's like what do you want me to do for you that's 100 like, that literally needs to be the new like forget this obey shit we want this in yeah. the wedding vows yeah and I, and I would just hazard a guess uh, not hazard a guess i would just i would just also say regardless of what relationship you're in whether it's heterosexual whether it's not whether it's whoever you are in a romantic relationship with if you say to the person you love you look amazing what can i do for you oh i'm not saying it back right next <laughs> quote <laughs> i just want to include you know like everyone in the con i don't think i but yes i think this is i think this is a little bit more tailored to him but yeah peter noakes had to put him in there one of the stars of this episode I love it. Also, I love the creme de la creme. Peter Noakes. It's just a very, it's just it's a very British name. Carry on. I know, I know, I know. Okay, next quote. That's why you'll be my friend, but never my soulmate. <laughs> Go on, Bex. Bex. It's. Is it Jenny to Jimmy? Yeah, it is. It yeah. is very good. Very good. Um, and I think that that this is the last quote from this episode of quotes. So I just want to say, <laughs> again, to talk about Peter and Chummy, what made me laugh is, okay, so Chummy's mom comes to visit Nonana's house and she like demolishes Chummy, you know, like she just rips her to shreds basically in this way that like only a stiff British aristocrat woman can do. And so Chummy breaks up with Peter and then there's the scene where Jen, um, it's not a funny scene. It's a very serious, heartfelt scene. But there's a scene where Jenny goes into the, oh, what's the word for it? V- vestry or something? Wherever the wherever the nuns do Compline, you know, that room where they sing and everything. Chapel? And have kind of chapel, something like that. And Shemi's sitting there and she's like being very, she's very sad. She's very complen- com- contemplative and everything. And Jenny is, you know, kind of in that mood herself. You know, she's like, she's torn by her feelings for Gerald. Like Jimmy's come back in the mix, whatever. And and Jenny's like, wait, are you thinking of becoming a nun? And she's like, well, I don't know, not really. But, you know, I thought it might make it easier, but I don't know if that's really the answer. And I'm like, and then by the end of the episode, Chummy goes back with Peter and it's like, oh, no, 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 no. Like, I, it just made me laugh to think that Chummy, like, for five minutes was like, wait, should I become a nun? And then she's like, no, hell no, I'm not going to become a nun. Like, I want to get that sweet, sweet love from Peter. So anyways, just... Also, I think that that quote is a good one, actually, when it comes to the Jenny Jimmy situation, because Mm. that sums up nicely that she's looking like she's just got such high expectations that he's going to be her soulmate. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, they've clearly got a connection. And I just think she's. I mean, maybe it's the Gerald situation. I mean, it is the Gerald situation. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think you're exactly right, Bex. And actually, Jimmy makes a good point. He's like, look, like what you're talking about when you talk about like all this passion and everything that's not real life like real life is like really really showing up for each other so anyways okay uh last few quotes here we'll, we'll get through them um this conversely fails to impress it smells somewhat of perspiration and a great deal of regurgitated ale none 
None. Sister Monica Joan, when she was basically taken away in bare feet. <laughs> or taken back, sorry, to an artist's house in bare feet. Yeah, after she went wandering. Ungrateful, um, okay. if I'm honest. Ungrateful after all the effort that everyone went to. Yeah, yeah. She was she was very, yeah. She, well, again, this is where Sister Monica Joan really comes in her out. Um, okay, next quote. But I keep to one invariable diagnostic rule. If they're brought back by a policeman in their nighty, then they've got it. <laughs> oh, it's Dr. Turner. It is. I just and have to get I a think, quote from him in there. Well, because obviously, again, spoiler, like in the next few series, he's quite a big part. And obviously his wife writes it in real life. Oh, but like, really? she? Yeah, did you not know that? No. no. Oh, oh, my goodness. Oh, we've not spoken about this before. Yeah, that's his wife. Well, I don't think we've really had a big conversation about Dr. Turner ever yet, because he isn't, he's kind of just a... He's not really a huge character. That's what I'm saying. In this series, he's quite a bit part, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he just pops in and that's occasionally. And then, like, obviously, it's, it's a really big part of the rest of the, you know, series going on. Yeah. Oh Sorry, carry on. Next one. I also <laughs> feel like in the first series, he's a bit of a hapless doctor. Do you know what I mean? He's not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He is. He I quite is. like that, though, because I feel like it's very female-focused, the first series. It's like women are strong. They do everything. Men are, sh- like, just... What surplus to needs required? We don't need them. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, okay, I don't mind her caring. I mind her being cowed and running away from what makes her happy. Ugh. Is it Trixie? Is no, it? Yeah. no, no, no. Cynthia. But you're on the right. It is a midwife. Yes, Cynthia. Cynthia. Yep, yep. So this is actually the same episode where this is right after um, uh, Mater just totally like. Trashes. Yeah, yeah, just trashes like the convent, the everything to Chummy and, and shatters and she, Chummy's heart. Yeah, and Cynthia yeah. is just like, oh my god, her mom is such a Yeah, big... but Chummy got her own back by telling her mum she was at it with him, so before the <laughs> wedding. So <laughs> I love that scene. I know. Oh my god, it's so good when she's like, Oh, I don't I don't deserve to wear a white dress anymore. And her mother just not like, entitled. <laughs> her I literally shouted at the telly when I saw that. Yes. <laughs> Well, and like how bold of Chummy to I mean it just it, like it's hilarious when she says like I'm practically naked under my raincoat and everything, but it's like it, oh it's just the most passionate scene. Okay. This is this is a very bland quote, but I had to get her in here. Thank you, gentlemen, for your attendance. All is in order for the meanwhile. There's almost no context clues, but is it Sister Julienne? Yes! Do you know when she says this? Oh yes. It's, is it when the ambulance men come and yes. the ladies give birth on the toilet? Yes, well in the communal toilets. Yes, very good. See the memory the memory is in, in I couldn't tell you what her name is. <laughs> oh I oh. couldn't either. It was like Mrs. Sharp or something. Yeah. I, well I know I, it was just rank where she gave birth. Oh right, sorry, God, Jen, carry yeah. on. No, 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 that's okay. That's okay. And then uh, and then here we go. Uh this quote. Myrrh, it's quite straightforward compared to frankincense. It's Cynthia. Cynthia, yes, exactly. When Miss Chummy is basically going overboard on the um the nativity, which would basically be me. I would be all about the craft paper. hundred exactly. percent would be you. Yeah. I have thought that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's literally like she's gotten to the point where she's giving like every like there's so many kids she's trying to give everybody a job. It's really, really sweet. And the crepe paper and everything. Oh, the costumes are so darling. Um, also in this in this episode it makes me lol when um Chummy asked Timmy 
where his um, tea towel is and he says oh my dad forgot it and then the biggest dramatic eye roll because Dr. Turner is just forever like forgetting everything um, at that moment in time okay and then last quote to sum it all up in later life I came to see that faith like hope is a rope and anchor in a shifting world well it's got to be Jenny Lee yes but which Jenny Lee the narrator yes mature jenny i i wrote old jenny and i thought oh that's rude it's actually mature jenny the jumping actress that is vanessa redgrave yes (laughs) yeah just here for a paycheck (laughs) vanessa redgrave you know um but i hadn't i hadn't put a mature jenny quote in yet so so that's all of our quotes those are like some big highlights from the first season that was a really really good game jen Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, maybe we'll continue that tradition for future. Yeah, well, I think you've, you've we, made a lot of your own back there. I was about to say. <laughs> uh, right, now, we're on the last to. little bit of it. So, okay. should we do our heroes and zeros for the whole series? Yes. Okay. So, who wants to go first? Um. Okay, I'll go first. Okay. Um. Zero. Acceptable sanitation. You guys, there is so much disgusting stuff that happens in the show. Ted, with on, the, you just with... said you guys like we're part of it. Like we're not. <laughs> <laughs> we, well, our sanitation is fine. Modern day sanitation, yes, it is fine. But the the quail blood on the toffee apples, giving birth in a in a communal toilet and a kipper smokehouse. Okay. Like just so many things are just so gross. And I no, totally and... agree, but like don't put it on us, right? Who's your hero? <laughs> hero is feminism in this show. Like the power of female relationships and women who do really important fundamental work for women with compassion and no judgment, but acceptance for what the situation is, is just, sorry, I know I, I know it went big, but I just, no, I love it so much. No, you've stolen my hero, so I've got to think, oh, sure, heroine. Um, <laughs> so uh, I've got to think of one, but I'll do my, my zero. Okay. My zero is incest. <laughs> yeah. Always a zero. I'm, I'm not, I just, I just can't have a series with incest in it and be like, fine with it, like, I'm sorry. You know what? Fair, fair. Yeah. I'm, I understand. Um, I'm my hero... It was going to be, but do you know what? I'm going to nick it still. Like, it's female empowerment, the fact that all yeah. these women, and, and also that in a, a time when women weren't respected or even allowed to, like, get a divorce without their dad's signature and stuff. Or like open a bank account. Yeah, get a bank account or anything. Like, oh, awful. So, yeah, it's all about the fact that these women are so capable and so amazing, yet get no praise or recognition for it. Mm-hmm. Next. Yep. So... Oh, I've just done two heroes because I was going to say my ze- a zero is incest, but the <laughs> fact that the writers can take incest and turn it into a heartwarming storyline. See? See? Turn it into a nice love story. <laughs> <laughs> that um, is the quality was... level of this show. True. Uh, but I was also going to say just this, the female solidarity, like just yeah. the, how it's just a band of women who come together. A bit mm-hmm. like this podcast, ladies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pure female empowerment. We're all here talking about Call the Midwife. Yeah. Celebrating yeah. women. Women celebrating women. And <laughs> also, it's women just from different backgrounds who just wouldn't have crossed paths, who were thrown together because they ended up at an artist's house, which is, in a way, what... I mean, we were all thrown together at university, and it just... Yeah, because yeah, Becky's posh. You're American. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm 
and they're it. just <laughs> well you know what actually uh just a, like a very fast story the first when I when I showed up um at Lancaster with you girls and we were in our we were in that year together we met each other at the very beginning of October and by the third or fourth week of November the whole group of us which was like 25 to 30 girls who were all in that one part of the dormitory together staged a Thanksgiving meal to like both like help the Americans feel that sense of like home and everything while we were away but also to like have that like group camaraderie and like friendship and fellowship and everything I just and didn't I think it was booze I'm not gonna lie <laughs> <laughs> but I think about all of us were like 18 19 20 years old and we were all women and we all came together to do it and it's just to me such a beautiful I don't know I just think it like it shows you know like when women show up for each other amazing things happen so so true so true and I mean that it is true and I did no, I, agree. I know I know yeah. So, That's a good end on. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for listening, everyone. Um, and uh, yeah, tune in for series two, episode one, which uh, we'll be doing uh, next time. So, thank you very much. Like and subscribe. And uh, if you want to send us any comments or questions, please do. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.